<laughs> Some Man City fan apparently slugged him. Oh, I like Jeremy. Shit, you're old. It was a direct attack at you. Like, you look every bit 30, huh? He'll be killed by a number of men in the dugout. Watch, watch, rumbles on. Pina colada, large one. Yes, coming in hot with episode 100 of Football Played on Paper podcast. Um, I am your host, Sean, and um, I'm going to introduce the boys today based on uh, leg strength. So, Job, you're up first. How are you, mate? Yeah, good call. Good call early. Strong. Um, <laughs> by first, I mean your last, and by last, <laughs> I mean first. Wrong. No, look, excellent, mate. Buzzing. Had a wonderful time with the international break. Obviously, really entertaining stuff. England beat San Marino 10-0. Um, I was actually the 17th man for San Marino, so not all bad news. I genuinely think you could get on that team, um, given your football abilities and what we saw then. I'm not um, willing to give up my um, Macau passport at this stage. So they, that's, they needed that's another shit account in that team. So you could oh. right in. <laughs> you could easily keep Hurricane to three, <laughs> easily. Um, <laughs> his leg in the first half. But yeah, job. So how do you how do you feel about getting to 100, mate? I think uh, once upon a time you and I started this pod, and here we are at 100. Yeah, so um, I was just thinking back. Like Mussolini was a Lazio fan back then. Alex Ferguson mm. was in high school. Um, yeah. So many precious <laughs> memories. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you haven't aged that well over the, over the journey, but um, it's really taken a toll on you those last 99 episodes. But here we are, 100. Um, and I might go um, Barney next um, in the middle, the middle child. How are you, mate? Do you know? Oh, episode 100, baby. Let's celebrate. celebrate. Not sponsored. <laughs> Uh, we got that. Is that... recording on a Tuesday morning as well. It's about 7 a.m. Oh, <laughs> yes, that is a carabao. Yes, there you go. Mm, fresh, fresh. <laughs> now, I'm feeling great, mate. Episode 100. I've been involved in about half of those. So yep. I've contributed way more than job of those. That's the main thing. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. So you've obviously got a nice little buzz going. That's good. Obviously, um, <laughs> how are you, mate? You're at the top of the food chain. How do you feel about those um, teardrops just above the knee that you've got? <laughs> Yeah, no, pretty pretty good. Um, I've gone for a bit more of a classy classy uh, move than yeah, Barney, I've, and I've gone the red wine over the um, Carlton Draft cans. But uh, yeah, yeah, Looking forward to red it. Red wine, I'm, but out of a out of a bottle. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's fast. I don't have to keep going back to the kitchen. You know, clean skin looks good. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, real cheap one. Right. <laughs> All right, everyone's Last got one. their drinks here. Everyone's got their drinks at home. I think we are ready to go. So, Barm, we've got some weekly happenings. Um, fair bit going on in weekly happenings. Um, then we've got the full preview um, and then we're into socials and a little bit of competition at the end too. So, yeah, since we've been gone a week, Barm, what's been happening in the world of football? There has been heaps going on in the international break. Um, so much, I don't even know if we'll fit it all in one app, but we'll give it a crack. <laughs> So we'll start off with a bit of a wrap-up of the World Cup qualifiers and where they're at at the moment. Um, we'll focus on Brazil. Uh, sorry, Brazil. I mean, Europe. Completely wrong continent there. Uh, so <laughs> One's a country, one's a continent. One's a continent. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, so, wrong con- so still wrong continent. E- yeah. Easy mistake How to make. How many of those cans you had? That was... <laughs> <laughs> 
had way too many cans. Uh, so, yeah, like Europe had some pretty exciting games. Like Job already mentioned, San Marino just lost out to England 10-0 and apparently Harry Maguire is the best centre-back the game's ever seen. Uh, <sighs> some other interesting results there. But probably the biggest uh, results in the Euro qualifiers is that some big teams are still in the up for playoffs and could potentially not make it. So we've already seen teams like Serbia, Denmark, Spain, Netherlands, you know, Switzerland, Croatia, France, England, Belgium, and Germany have all qualified. But some big ones like Portugal, Italy, and uh, everyone's dark horse Turkey are still up for grabs in the uh, in the playoff positions. So who are you most worried for getting into uh, this this sort of the World Cup in uh, next year in Qatar? I want to go ahead and say neither of Portugal or, or Italy. Uh, what, what who do they have left to play? It goes into like a middle mini playoff. tournament. Yeah, uh, you don't so, want you don't want Qatar. Not in this economy. Mm. They're through, baby. Hosting, hosting with the most. Yeah. Oof. And when I say mostus, I mean uh, human rights breaches so. <laughs> or bribes. No, which one? Too soon. <laughs> yeah, Newcastle Jesus. haven't signed anyone yet. Just watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, I think so, they, I think they both get through. I I, I agree. I, I'm they're probably not worried about them. It feels like Portugal does this all the time. Remember when they did that? Had that epic contest against uh, Sweden when they went back and forth. Ronnie scored a bunch of goals and Zlatan scored a bunch of goals, and they eventually got through. And same as Italy. Like Italy seemed to do this inside, um, like inside tournaments as well, where they start slow and then, and then build. For qualifiers, Italy seemed to like absolutely smash it and then like go through into the tournament as favorites or like scrape in and then like slowly build their way up. So, yeah, I think both of those teams will have obviously done it the hard way to get through, but I think they'll both get through. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I don't see them to get knocked out. Um, probably big risk for teams like uh, Poland and Turkey because they're in the unseeded pot and will have to face some of those tougher teams straight up. Um, but you can you can only dream. And also, uh, an interesting the fact that yeah, Turkey aren't really a good team either. That's probably going to be a, a challenge for them to qualify. Mm, I don't think the Euros told us anything about Turkey. Let's just <laughs> if move you're on. Italy, you're like, geez, I hope we get Turkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mobbing balls over the top. It's center back. Yeah. So, you still playing? Yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> um, there was an interesting uh, occurrence at the Ukraine-Bosnia game, though, and this was actually uh, DM'd into us by one of our uh, listeners, so thanks for that one, Salmon. Uh, he sent us a video of the Ukraine fans who, in protest to Russia, held up a Russian fla- flag upside down, um, and as all good Bosnians do, took that as an offence that they were holding up a Serbian flag and started attacking the Ukrainian fans. What? So, <laughs> that, that's hilarious. So that was uh, that was pretty interesting. Kept that game nice and lively because it probably wasn't very interesting outside of that. So let's move on to the managerial merry-go-round that just keeps going on. And there was some real surprises over the international break. Everyone took a chance to finally secure their manager. So we sort of touched on it before the break, but Eddie Howe is officially in at Newcastle, I believe. So he can maybe finally get them their first win or send them straight down. Let's hope so. Barney, just before you go on, I I just can't let this go. So you have all the money in the world and you have Eddie Howe as your manager. It's who you can get, baby. It's who you can get. Everyone's spoken Roy for Hodgson's a bit, aren't they? just sitting at home doing nothing. <laughs> He's Sven is wondering Sven where his call was. Yeah, where's Sven's call? Um, probably, oh, actually, this, probably, this is the second biggest surprise because the next one is the biggest, but Stevie G in at Villa was uh, Love it. a Love it. Yeah. good appointment for them, we think. Oh, I think they it's needed a, a coach. 
Yeah. yeah, I think it's a good appointment for them. I think it's a good stepping stone for um, Stevie G. Obviously, um, he, he's looking for that Liverpool job eventually. Um, but I tell you who didn't take that too well would be the Rangers fans. So, oh, no. did anyone see any interviews nah. on the streets and stuff like that? Oh, it's fucking golden. So, he, like, he obviously broke the um, drought of Rangers, um, brought the title back, wrestled it off uh, Celtic after all these years. Or are they going 10, 11 in a row or something ridiculous like that? Yeah. Um, and then they crossed live to the um, to the streets and uh, and there's Rangers fans in there just thinking, like, he's mugged us off. He's absolutely mugged us off. We're out here. We're left in the lurch. We've got no manager. And I was like, obviously, he's going to leave and go back to the Prem. Yeah, like, the, the path on the way... Everyone knows where he's going, so if he if there's a step towards that, he's he's obviously going to take it. So I think it's obviously disappointing for Rangers, but I mean that that's the game, isn't it? Like when you're at one of those clubs and a bigger club comes along, the manager goes. Yeah, my only concern would be if this sort of a jump up to the prem uh, would be too soon for Stevie. What, what do you guys reckon? Uh, I like I'm optimistic, but he seems nervous. to be going slower, doesn't he? Than say yeah. Frank did. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think 2022 he's going to be the best manager in the championship, no doubt in my mind. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It's an interesting shift. Obviously, you've gone from being like the big dog in Rangers um, in the SPL, and now you're going down to a struggling Aston Villa team. Like I feel like it's just such a big paradigm shift. I'm not sure that you want your manager to be finding out what type of manager he's going to be in the Premier League when you're trying to fight off relegation. So I think it's mm. a risky move, and I'm mm. interested to see how it plays out for him. I. I hope it goes poorly for him, but somehow I hope that Villa stay up too. Are they like? Do you honestly think they'll be deep in a relegation battle? I feel as though once Villa, like Villa, have got gears to go up. Like, do you know what I mean? Look at other teams. You're like, oh, Newcastle. Like, they've got no, they've got no, they can't get better. It doesn't seem. Um, you look at Watford. It doesn't feel like they can get better. But I feel as though once um, Villa get stuff to click, like they've got gears to go up. They've got like potential. They've got goals in them. Yeah, but you I think, think that's that? that's kind of the problem as well because, like, as you say, you've taken out Jack Grealish. You try to incorporate, like, a, a very different playing style now, which is which at times is quite nice, but at other times you're like, oh, geez, they're a bit sloppy. And now you're trying to incorporate a whole new manager as well. Um, Dean Smith was there for quite a while. Take out Grealish, take out Smith. Like, it seems like they could easily slip into it because they're only two points above Burnley right now. Let's say Norwich is... Oh, well, Dean Smith now at Norwich too, so they could potentially get better. Newcastle will sign players in January, like they simply have to. So, I don't know, you could you could find yourself stuck down there if you don't win a few games quickly. Yeah. I, I agree. The only thing saving them is there's just so many bad teams. Like, you just think... <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. If Newcastle go the way they're going, they just stink the joint up. Norwich, yeah, well, maybe a new manager bump. Watford aren't great, like... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll be. Maybe Leeds they'll survive just by. Um, yeah, true. Leeds aren't great. Maybe they'll just survive just by being the actually the fourth worst team there. I think you've also got like three teams below them who have all got new managers in. So Ranieri's been there for a couple of weeks, so he's he's already started working. With new, them. And then like yeah. Newcastle and Norwich are also coming into the exact same situation that Villa are, and I have much more faith in Villa turning it around than those two teams. Yeah, so yeah, I I think I think you might be right, but Jabba's kind of spoiled it already. But he the biggest surprise appointment was Dean Smith at Norwich about two days after he got the sack at Villa. How, do you reckon the phone call went in before he even got sacked? Yeah, you can't let talent like that slip out of the Premier League so easily. So when it's going that cheap, you got to snap <laughs> it up, don't you? Barney, you'd know this from experience, but you know when you've done something so heinous that HR's like. 
we're going to fire you. <laughs> or, or you can leave by mutual consent. And then he's like, oh, shit, got to act fast. I've got to tell them it's mutual consent because the incident at the Christmas party. And I've also got another job lined up. Do you reckon it was sort of that scenario instead? Mm, very well could be. I, I, you are right. I'm very familiar with the situation. But, uh, yeah, it could have been. I don't know. It all happened a bit too fast for my, for my liking. Something, something's off there. My, my question to everyone is, what did he do with his locker? Like, did he move his <laughs> stuff out of the locker home and, and then go? Or did he just move it from one club straight nah, to the other? Like, boot, what happened? Boot, That's boot, what he's oh, took it to the other club. Booted the Volvo for two <laughs> yeah, days and then it was yeah. straight to the new club. Didn't even drive home okay. at all. Um, and on a serious <laughs> note, boys, is this enough to keep Norwich up or are they too far gone with their five goals scored this season? Too far gone. Yeah, I don't. they're not good enough to make up the distance they've got to make up. Like, they could, if they were, were what, what are we looking at here? How many points? Sorry, let me. They're rock bottom. Yeah. Five okay. points. <laughs> Equal with Newcastle, three points behind Burnley, and five points from safety, which to is honest, double their tally right now. Yeah, if there was a few, like two other teams with Burnley around eight or nine points, I don't know. I just feel like to double, yeah, no, I can't see them increasing their pace of winning faster than anyone else would to make up that gap. I, I think it's kind of like a, a good move for to Dean Smith. It's kind of like a free hit for him, right? It's like he, he leaves Villa, is, is, you know, his, I guess his legacy wasn't that maligned from that. And then he just goes straight into Norwich, who are in a really shit situation. If he can get him out of it, he's like an awesome manager. All his stocks go up. If he doesn't, it's like, well, Norwich are already kind of stuffed, so it's not going to hurt him that much. I think it's, it's he's probably like seen it as a bit of an opportunity to stay in the Prem. Um, so I I probably agree with that, Barn. Like his his stock's not going to drop like because it all happened too fast. So people move on in this new cycle. And yeah, if you can... If and they're at rock bottom, right? So, assuming that he can move them anywhere, I think people would see that as progress, or at least they've got someone in place um, to bring them back up. But I just want to, before we move off this, I just want to quickly whip around and say, of the bottom three being Burnley, Newcastle, Norwich, who is most likely to survive? One word answer only: Barney. Oh, Burnley, hundred percent. Burnley, job. Toonami. Toonami. Oh, I think Toonami is well based on signings that they could make. So, I think they're the, the most likely to move, Halsey. Yeah, I'm going to go Newcastle as well. Based on signings, do you think? Based on potential signings, yeah. 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 It'd be dumb if they can't, basically. It'd be hilarious if they get relocated. Yeah. Oh. Mike Ash should be licking his lips. All right. And last one quickly here, at Jobble may be licking his lips about as well, is Zidane is lurking around United apparently. Ollie, Ollie could be out and Zidane could be in by the next loss. What do you mean lurking around? By that, you know I mean, how you lurk around like those nightclubs and stuff? Change just rooms and stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just sort of round <laughs> the back. Uh, toilets. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Coffee shops. No, I, don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> it, it would be good. I, at this point, I just don't care. I just don't think Ollie's the guy for the job. Um, so potentially get Zidane oh. in, get someone in. Jeez. You've changed the tune. <laughs> So yeah, who, what happened? <laughs> Who's going to have a bigger legacy when all said and done? Who's got the biggest bald legacy out of me and you? Is it Jap Stam or would it be Zidane? <laughs> Where's Brown? <laughs> Show a bit of respect. <laughs> hey, he dyed his hair, man. It wasn't skin. That'd be a bar right. maybe. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's stay with United and let's before we get into the games, let's just get KDB's view on United. So 
Kevin De Bruyne was on a podcast uh, the other week, not as big as ours. Not this one. A smaller one, yeah. We could He couldn't fit it into ours, but we'll get him on soon. Anyway, he was asked you know, what his preparation was like before the United game, um, and this is what he said. He said, the day before a game, we usually train tactically based on how the opponent play. Before United, Pep said, we don't know how they're going to play. We shall see. And we stopped training after 10 minutes or so. Oh, early mark. That's not bad. <laughs> That's so good. Just keep how long have you been, been sitting on this for like a week and a half, Sam, you little slug? Two, we- it came out literally after our, after our latest, our last pod, and I've been sitting on it for so fucking long. It's been killing me. Thank you for not letting that one slip. No. Nah. Never. He's only six he points ahead. He's, he's, he's a little bit arrogant, isn't he? He's only one knee injury from retirement too, and I hope the boys take that on board. That is the <laughs> biggest six-point gap in the history of football, if I've, if I've ever seen one. They are, they are light years away. <laughs> they are light years away. Don't go over the top. All right, top. before Job can get a response in, let's get straight into the games. So we've got to start with Leicester City at home to Chelsea is the early fixture. Shauno... How worried are you? This, this could potentially be a, be bad. Yeah, I think the, the international break came in a good time for Leicester and probably a bad time for Chelsea. You look at their run of form, sitting pretty on top of the table. I mean, Leicester with a couple of niggles getting around and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think it comes a good time. So, given that, I think you can probably throw some of the form out of the out the window, right, it's considering we've had a, a week off between uh, between games. Um, Leicester at home, I mean, there, there's an injury crowd at cloud over Tillemans at the moment, picked up a calf injury. Um, having said that, on the other side, Chelsea also have a, a lot of uh, injuries that they're dealing with. Uh, Mount is apparently back at training, but he's been injured. And Rom um, is back at training, but not training 100% with the team yet. So, I mean, it's it's a bit difficult to say, isn't it? Like, I think e- either all three of those players could really swing the, the game one way or another, depending on whether they're included. But I just, how do you go past Chelsea, really, in terms of a tip? I probably got to lean towards uh, Chelsea, given that they're on top and flying Hozzy. Yeah. So, Sean, you just mentioned Tillemans there. Did you say so? He, he'll be out for this game, definitely. I think it's a fifty-fifty um, okay. calf injury picked up in international break. Yeah. Because I feel like he's he's like your most crucial player at this stage of the season. Like Kim sure. Barty, yeah. um, he's just been so influential for you guys. So, if you were to have a chance, I feel like he's got to be there and and pull something out a bit. But agreed. Um, I think yeah. if you're looking at player of the season so far for Leicester, he would be in front of it by so so long. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that that that'll make a difference, I think. But I mean, that'll give I think Leicester a chance in my eyes. Outside of that, I feel like Chelsea, yeah, will just be a, a bit too much. I think Leicester will struggle to break them down and get a goal. And with if I don't know, so so is going to be starting at the back there, but that's going to be you know a huge it, liability. Yep. So um, yeah, I, I I would say Chelsea in this one too, pretty pretty comfortably. So, Sean, uh, Chelsea obviously top of the table having conceded just four goals, right? Leicester have kept one clean sheet in their last 17 Premier League games, which was a 1-0 win Mm. over Wolves on the opening weekend. So they have to overcome this miserly Chelsea defence and they're very likely to concede. I genuinely cannot see how they will win this game. I I agree. I've drawn the same conclusion, Joshua. (laughs) The only way I mine was very methodical, but wasn't it? (laughs) The only way I see him winning is Vardy popping up the score because we know he loves a goal against a big team. I think he's got like the best record against the big six, doesn't he? Out of any striker, potentially, he he loves a goal against the big boys. So if anyone's going to score for Leicester, it's going to be Vardy. Um, But yeah, outside of that, 
it's going to be a very very tough one for uh, for Leicester to get over the line against Chelsea. No, I agree. Yeah, two Chelsea injury good teams. Yeah. All right, let's crack into the next one here, and that is Watford versus Man United. Another six pointer. Really is. <laughs> this is a relegation six pointer coming up. So yeah, Watford at home here. Jobber, is this good for United? Is this bad? You just can't be helped but filled with confidence, can you? So I know Ollie gave the boys a um, a bit of time off during the international break if they didn't have international duty. So some of them went out with their international teams, like Paul Pogba and Torres Quad, which is great news for the club. And then the other ones were resting. So I just can't see how this is going to be any better than what it was two weeks ago when we went on the international break. I think it's going to be a bit of a shit show. I think United will be patchy, but we should have enough quality to hopefully beat Watford. Jobo, did Ollie give him a break because they were just too tactically worn out? He's yeah. going, please, Ollie, stop. So many, oh. so many tactics. So much strategy, can't mate. Just, can't, we, can't you just let us play? Let the boys play? Uh, apparently his iPad wasn't backing up on the cloud. So yeah, oh, angry, like, angry birds. Apple shop. Angry birds wasn't working. <laughs> I'm probably leaning towards um, Jobber's conclusion here as well. I think um, this is a good game for Manchester United to come back to. Um, like Watford, obviously not the not the best team so far. Poor run of form. Um, I think the break probably come in a good time for Manchester United to give them a good break um, from each other as they as they come out and come back in. But I think there's a couple of uh, injury clouds. Obviously, Pogba no good. Luke Shaw um, unlikely to start as well. So yeah, given that, I think it'll be a tight one. But I think Manchester United are going to do a classic Manchester United play terribly, stink up the joint, and then one of their hundred million pound players will do something good for one second and win them the game. Um, and Oli will come there at the press conference, grinning from ear to ear, thinking it's a tactical masterpiece when Ronaldo's just absolutely pulled something out of the back. Count so, it, baby. <laughs> so, so you said Shaw and Pogba. That's a pretty big boost for United to get the win, isn't it? Like, I think. <laughs> <laughs> nah, all jokes aside, um, this this one is like, it does feel like a, I know we, you say it a lot of the time, but coming back off the break, people should be, as you said, fresh, coming up against Watford. This is like one where United as a club and also Oli as a manager need need to win this one to sort of, well, for Oli not definitely get fired and for the club to just, you know, keep some respect and stay in touch with the top four. How demoralizing would it be to come back to Manchester United after the international break right now? Like, I feel like in a previous time, like, it would have been like, oh, you got the international break, everyone forgets about it. But it just doesn't work anymore. Like, you just don't get that break. Everyone's like, hang on, we haven't forgotten how shit you were two weeks ago. That's not how the world works. And all the boys having such a great, like, Harry having such a good time with the England boys, like, laughing, getting oh, some wins, scoring goals, and then... Cupping his ears against yeah. Albania. Bloody hell, Harry Maguire the was last, up and about. Last night in the hotel room, lying in bed, thinking, fuck, going back to Manchester tomorrow. It's going to be raining. What a Ollie's goal. he's going to make us do laps. <laughs> what, oh. a go- what a goal. Oh, he doesn't make him do laps. Come on. But on the, on the other hand, like, for Watford, it's kind of, like, pretty straightforward tactically for them, right? Just don't attack. Just sit back, block it up stink up the joint and you'll frustrate United into making some mistake which you can counter on or just and Ran- make- Ranieri teams can do that yeah exactly like, we know they can do that so like it could just be ridiculous but United should have too much quality for the love yeah. of God I think all, yeah like I said all jokes aside I think United should and and will win this game but like Sean said I think they will be not convincing in the manner in which they do it but they'll they'll sort of get you know nab a jammy goal at the end and get the W and, and that's all that really matters at the end of the day 
Yeah, ex- exactly. So let's move on to the next one here. Wolves at home to West Ham. The Hammers are flying high and the Wolves are in some pretty decent form as well. Outside of that last game, I think they're in like the form of the uh, the comp. So, I mean, how do we really see this one playing out? Can, can Wolves even, you know, have a chance against West Ham or are they just too strong at the moment? I mean, not many teams better than them in the, in the competition. Um, I think I think it's going to be one of those sleeper entertaining games, like the ones that like none of us here support either of the teams. But So we wouldn't normally maybe check this one out. But I think it's going to be quite an entertaining game because obviously, like you said, both teams in, in pretty good form. Um, going to be interesting to see how their play styles match up. I haven't really watched a lot of Wolves this season, to be honest, like extended, extended games. So I don't really know much about their style. But I think... Um, I, I even when they beat Liverpool, I don't mind watching West Ham generally. So I think as long as Wolves are half entertaining, this could be a good game and could uh, could definitely be quite a few goals in this one. Wolves will dominate possession. Yeah, okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I imagine that against West Ham is pretty pretty high chance for most teams. Mm. I, I sort I sort of see West Ham dominating um, this game. I think they'll I think they'll beat Wolves. Um, I think they'll keep the good times flowing as they have done so far this season and I think uh, Jobber's boy um, Antonio who's, who's up front he obviously hasn't played any international football over the break so a couple of weeks off will do those massive massive quads the world of good um, oh, and I think he's big. got some goals in him I think West Ham will win and I've brought him into my fantasy team boys he's smart Geez, that that's uh, very risky. Um, I I actually quite enjoy watching Wolves play. I think they play a good style of football. West Ham are pretty stodgy, but um, with Antonio up top, you do think it will be goals. I have a feeling this is going to be the day that Adama Traore breaks his duck. So it's, <laughs> I know it's like the fifth time you and me have said, not even playing. It's been said probably 28, 29 times now because I think he's about thirty odd since he last scored. Um, but uh, I don't know. I just uh, West Ham very defensively oriented, and I think Wolves can sort of take it to them. And I, I genuinely think Wolves might pull something out of the pull a rabbit out of the hat here and get a draw. I'd I'd love to see Wolves get the get the win and get a bit of revenge for Liverpool because I'm still a bit salty about. Like, that's not that's not how this works. You can't no, it, just say, "Oh, I hope this other team beats this." No, you can't do. That. Yeah, you can. It makes you feel better. It's cathartic. But I, <laughs> I I think ultimately West Ham will be too much for for Wolves. I think. If Wolves try and play a similar style to like Liverpool, maintain possession and sort of work work it forward and, and create chances that way, they're not as good as Liverpool are doing that, I don't think. And they and West Ham beat Liverpool who play that sort of style. So I think, yeah, West Ham are, are going to probably win this one comfortably. It is two very differing styles. I mean, I think Wolves have had like uh, the most shots uh, or, or they're very high up in like Oh, that's like, <laughs> for eleven Dispro- goals. <laughs> Dispro- yeah, that's been disproportionate to their goals and their position on the table. Like they're very high up, but they obviously can't finish. Whereas West Ham are all about like taking this few chances that they get. So yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how those two uh, sort of tactics line up. But I, on it, yeah, I think as most of us think, West Ham will be too strong for for Wolves here, and will get the result and keep their good form rolling. Alrighty. Next one we want to touch on here is a big one here, and it's a real tester for six pointer boys. Yeah, boys. <laughs> so many plays six pointers going on these days. It's, it's Liverpool at home to Arsenal. So, Josh, are you worried at all? Do you think Arsenal uh, got a chance, or is Cop too strong? 
I think I think obviously the form Arsenal are in, you would have to be a little bit wary. But I think ultimately coming off depend like you know international break is so hard to predict as well. But I think coming off a result a couple of weeks ago against West Ham, you know you're always looking for that bounce back win at home. I think head to head, just straight up, Liverpool are a better team than Arsenal. So I think those factors. I would like to say that Liverpool will win this one. But uh, I think it. I think it should be a pretty interesting contest, Sean. What What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think this will be a tight one. This is definitely match of the round for me. Um, I think probably Liverpool um, will go in as favourites, and I think they'll probably get it done. A couple of injury clouds at Liverpool too. Robinson um, injured at the moment uh, on international duty. I'm not sure if he went or he got injured at, while he was there, and uh, and Mane's injured as well. So. Yeah, I think Liverpool should have enough to, to cover those two spots and I think they'll just get it done. I'm taking a double chance here. I'm going Liverpool or draw. But good game and Arsenal will give them a run for the money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think if you if you go back to maybe like six weeks ago, you're like, oh my God, this is bad time for Arsenal. But now, you know, they've completely changed as a team. So it's actually, a, it's nice to see it being a really exciting what we hope will be a competitive match and and actually see Arsenal put up something. Um, but at the same time, at home at Anfield, I, again, Liverpool will be too strong for him here and will have too much. Oh, I just hate seeing um, Arteta do well. I hate his hairline. Yeah. I hate how dark his hair is and I, I don't so wish him well. thick and strong, that hairline. Uh, it's ridiculous. I think too, I hate how... I think the thing that bugs me, Sean, you, you might agree, is that like how bad he was doing with Arsenal so many times. It's kind of like an Ollie situation. Made it Ollie, enjoyable, Ollie, right? Yeah. yeah, but then they started winning like yeah, six weeks sucks. in a row and it's like, it's all forgotten. It's like, no, the last two years have been horrific. Like, yeah. come on. But yeah. yeah. For, Phil, me, for you... me, it's just all the Arsenal fans. <laughs> That's what really bugs me. It's all of them. All, all of them. Them. <laughs> Arsenal <laughs> TV fans. <laughs> Arsenal TV. <laughs> No, they're um, my favourite. They're my favourite fan. Yeah, it's pretty hard to go past Liverpool here, but I, I am a bit concerned about their injuries. And I think Arsenal are riding high as well. Like, and confidence is such an important thing. I actually think I'm going to put my neck on the line here and I'm going to say Arsenal are going to win this game. I yeah. just think all those injuries in the – like, Mane went down. He'll be a bit scratchy. Robertson obviously injured as well. I think Hendo I think got an off Arsenal, too. Came home early. First team England. only. Oh, that's a good joke. You used that one last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so, yeah, I think, again, that hurts. Like, it just it hurts the engine room. And I just think Arsenal's just, they've been so impressive lately. Um, and just with the break, I actually think they're going to win this game. And they're going to go above Liverpool on the table. Crazy to think that. It is. I'll be. It's actually insane. Yeah. So, <laughs> are we split on this game then? So, I've got nah. I've got just Liverpool. How's you got Liverpool? Job, I've, you got I'm Arsenal. Liv- I'm Liverpool as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. No, I Don't think mug yourself off, Job. All right. Let's move on to the next one here. Manchester City at home to Everton. Big old Raf's going to take his boys up to Manchester. And oh, is, is that up or down? Liverpool. Liverpool's it's below like Manchester, isn't it? East, isn't it? Across. Across. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, are we, he's, he's taking him. He's taking him to Manchester. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not a bus. He doesn't have to drive here. Yeah, don't worry about it. Either way, <laughs> no, he's going to park a, the bus. Either way, it's a Fabian Delph derby. We can all agree that, right? <laughs> Will he celebrate if he gets on the field? <laughs> if he gets on the field, 
Uh, <laughs> oh, well, he, plays, not yet. he plays for Villa now, doesn't he? No, he, he started at Villa. Oh, he started at Villa. Oh, he plays at Everton, mate. Now. Yeah. Bloody yeah, yeah. Bloody hell. Obviously, don't follow him on Twitter. Chuck him a follow, mate. <laughs> no, I don't follow him. <laughs> and Instagram. At all. I watch the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, look, Man City, too good. Far too good for um, the, the likes of Everton. I think being at home, um, yeah, it's just such a hard place to go. I think... Uh, Pep will have the boys back firing and, and heads on and back in that space. I think that'll be too good for Everton. Everton have been um, reasonable um, so far in in um, the, like the start of the year and then have really dropped off um, more recently. What have they got? Two draws and three losses in the last five games. So it's sort of like the, a tale of two halves um, to their season, which is probably why it makes sense that they are mid-table at this point. So, yeah, Man City too good at home. I think this is going to be an absolute slaughter. I think um, really? coming, yeah, coming off the break, you know, I feel like Man City are good at, at bouncing back from, you know, any downtime and sort of like really focusing in on the challenge. And then, yeah, like you said, Everton haven't been great recently. And I just think the bus that they try to park just isn't isn't going to hold up against Man City. And and like Michael Keane, he's going to be on ice skates again like, like he often can be. And I think it's going to be just absolute possession domination and then like clean sheet and I think they're going to bag three or four. Alan might have something to say about that. He might kick someone in the middle of the park. Barney, what do you think? Alan's had the flu. And he's, Alan's had the flu and was running Spicy a lot. flu or regular flu? Yeah, you just don't know anymore. Um, so anything. just keep it on that. If he coughs. <laughs> um, we say this is the Fabian Delft derby and it, and it definitely is, but this is also the bald Spaniard derby. Because we've got Rafa, who's been balding for many, many years, going up against his nemesis, Pep, who is <laughs> bald since do, do birth, think, I think. Do you think Pep considers Rafa his nemesis? Oh, I feel like he's got in, ter- in terms of baldness and being Spanish, yeah, I think so. <laughs> so he's old enough to be his dad. That's such a niche category, Barney. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a word of the job. Hey, <laughs> make, make your narrative it's a niche the story, all right? All right, just make it, just jam it in there wherever you can. You gotta sell a headline of all the bald. Big manager, Spanish <laughs> Premier League managers, you're the worst. That's what he's thinking. <laughs> exactly. You had you nail it so much. So, yeah, I think, I think I, I'm going to go against what Josh said here. And I actually think this could be a, a draw or a win for Everton here. I think Rafa's just going to be too stodgy. Right. He's going to set him up to, not, like, he's, like Josh said, I agree. They're going to absolutely get out, like, dominate so much in possession. But that's good for Rafa. He doesn't want the ball. He's going to set him up and he's going to break. I'm pretty sure Richarlison's coming back from the international break healthy. He's going to have him back. I don't know. How far off is DCL? Have we got a DCL update? I don't, he's I'm, supposed to be back this month, but he's not yeah, back Yeah, he, he might be starting. But I still think uh, Everton can get something from this game. And, I mean, we say Man City's a hard place to get points. Crystal Palace won 2-0 there not so long ago. So... I I think it's uh is a chance here for Everton and it's a very slim chance, but I'm I'm betting them. Yeah, Barney, I'm just gonna quickly rattle off Everton's last five games for you. So they had a one all draw with Manchester United, who are obviously a great team with a good manager. Mm, lost one nil to West Ham, lost five two to Everton, uh, lost five two to Watford, sorry. Jesus, Watford are really good at the moment. And then probably the final dagger in the heart for me as to why Everton won't win this game. Nil all with Tottenham. Spurs. Yeah. yeah, after yeah. having a player sent off as well. Spurs are an outrageously good team at the moment. <laughs> they so they are, but I, I'm with tough. Halsey. I think they're going to absolutely spanner them. Nah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, going, I'm not I'm getting up right this one. That. No way. I watched the highlight package. It's going to be 12 <laughs> minutes long. <laughs> and that's the, that's the cut down one as well. Speaking of spankings, should, right. we, should we talk about Spurs now? 
Yeah, I reckon. How does he smoke so. the running order again? Yeah, oh, oh, he's done a joke. Never heard that, never heard that every, one. Every week we got the <laughs> oh. Conte narrative. We got Nuno. What Daniel Levy been a, up to? It was Spurs a, real, a shambles. It, it was a real tough choice between Watford and United or Burnley and Crystal Palace, yeah. and I went with Watford United. So you should be thankful, Jabba. All right. But no, next one we've got here, Tottenham versus Leeds. Before I ramble on about how well Tottenham will play and how good Conte is and how well they're looking at the moment, Jabba, what do you think is going to happen? Thanks, Sam, for giving me the opportunity to tell you that these two teams are horrendously out of form. Um, <laughs> so, how, could you, how could you tell? Uh, I, uh, the table isn't lying in this respect, but Spurs are the, Spurs are the worst team in the Premier League to watch right now. They're just so boring. I'm hoping that Conte can bring something out of them. I think we'll, we'll, we'll see that increased aggression again. At least there was a bit more effort against Everton. Um, but they haven't had a shot on target in either of the last two Premier League games with their last such attempt coming in the 44th minute of their defeat at West Ham. I think they're going to break that duck, Sam. I think they will have a shot on target. And I think Harry's warmed his boots up against the kids from San Marino. And I actually think he's going to pinch one against Leeds as well. <laughs> I agree. I think um, this is the start of uh, of uh, Conte's reign at, at Spurs. Like he's, he's got his feet under the desk. He's been sleeping on those plush pillows that Mourinho's um, spoken about. So I think, yeah, now we can officially, um, you know, get into the Conte era at Spurs. Um, oh, I was a bit confused about his uh, his selections because they looked like rather similar to what everyone else has already picked at, at Spurs. But now I think he's had a little bit more time to work with the players. I think they might understand him a little bit better. Um, yeah, Leeds haven't been great this season. Um, you know, is it that Bielsa fatigue that we thought was going to come late last year and it's just it's taken a little bit longer? Maybe. But, yeah, I think this is um, Spurs' game. I think they'll, they'll do well. They're at home. And obviously, Harry is just in the best form of his life, like coming off four goals. So, he's looking good. Uh, yeah, I, I tend to agree with a lot of what you just said, Sean. I, I, I've, whenever I see Leeds play, especially against another sort of mid-table team, I just feel like anything can happen. I just see goals because Leeds are great at conceding and scoring, I feel. and Mid-table team. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice little jab there. So, you know how you said that um, – there's that Bielsa fatigue. I don't know if it's even that. I feel like they're still playing at a good good pace in that, but it's almost like their pace is too fast for themselves. They just can't land passes. They can't string and, two or three passes together. And they get stretched yeah. too easy. Yeah. And it's fantastic to watch like for end to end games. So and and to be fair, Tottenham are pretty good on the counterattack. So I think I think they're gonna win this one like three two. Um yeah, I think it, I mean Tottenham, if they're strong at the back. Maybe not three two, but I think Tottenham yeah. are going to are going to bag some goals. Just whether Leicester can keep pace with them, um, but yeah, what do you reckon, Barn? I I uh, think that this will be a Tottenham win, but it'll be a very narrow win. It'll be like a one nil because like Conte, the one thing he's done since he's come in is is sort of solidified that back line a bit more, um, got them actually understanding what their job is, and you know we're not any better going forward. I would say like we're moving the ball quicker, but like in terms of end product, we're not any better. But um, I think the best part of this game for Tottenham is that they're playing Leeds, who, like Jabari alluded to, are terribly out of form and uh, bang on bang on average this year. So, you know, we should be able to pull a result out of this, but I don't think it's going to be more than two goals from Tottenham. I, I think the same, Barn. I think that it's good that for Spurs that they're playing against Leeds because Leeds got, like, 
Leeds will, will press forward and and commit numbers. And Leeds' style is this: what we're about to do here by pushing forward is either going to win us the game or it will lose us the game. And we're rolling the dice on that right now. And I think that plays right into Tottenham's hands. I think they can sit a little bit deeper, um, you know, lean into that new defensive um, style that they've got. Uh, and and play on the counter and like if you look at how well Harry and Son and Mora play like they play some of their best stuff when they're on the counter so I think it's going to play right into Spurs' hands and I think that's why they'll win. Yeah, I I agree. I just really hope that Harry can find fifty percent of the form he had last season because he has looked so out of character this season and you're waiting for him to come back and like like get back in the form. He just can't seem to find his boots. Barney, I think I'd say find some form. I would just say find the ball. To start with, just based on his yeah. past couple of games, I think if he just gets a pass off, I would be pretty happy. Oh, he's he's hoping, he's hoping. So that wraps up the uh, games we're looking into. And before I throw to Jobba, I just want to make a bit of an announcement for our hundredth episode. We've got a bit of a Woo. special special feature. So what we want is all of our massive fan groups out there to email in, DM us on the socials. Text jobber, you know everyone's got his number. He leaves it on every toilet stall. Mister Ducks myself, yeah. So go to your nearest park toilet, find jobber's number, and message him your favourite moment from the pod so far. It can be from episode one, it can be from episode ninety nine. No matter what, what is ever your favourite moment is, email in, and we will read them out next episode. And the winner by our choosing, and it will be a democratic vote, not a dictatorship, uh, we'll get a specialised, personalised F-pop mug. Damn. They're great, actually. Really good Re- size. Really good. Hold a lot of liquid. They do. I think about 440 mil, we're thinking. I think they're out capacity. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate, Sam. No, because Sam's pulled a portal tall boy in it, landed straight in it. <laughs> um it's and a whole half litre Heineken. It's one imperial pint. It's all exactly. good. <laughs> um, and and so are we like I feel as though um, the Dion Dublin um, scene might come back. Um, so are we outlawing that, or are we allowing Dion Dublin nah, submissions? No, nah, any any anything is allowed. And we'll, right we'll, Jubble will finally read out the emails, and we'll we'll, 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 we'll pick, make sure we'll pick a winner. And if there's enough, we'll do a whole episode on it. But uh, yeah, that's so email in, get in your moments, and uh, win a mug. Yep, and Job, I believe you've got a uh, to celebrate the occasion. We're going to shred you in a game of Throwback FC. Yep, Come on, I'm gonna, boys! I'm going to do you a quick favour before you go into Throwback FC. Um, so I'm going to quickly rattle off a multi to you. Ready? Ooh, got my so, pen ready. Hit us. Got your pen ready. Chelsea win or draw against Leicester City. Tick. Crystal Smart. Palace win or draw against Burnley. Tick. Mm-hmm. Manchester yep. City versus Everton over two and a half goals. Tick. Love it. Manchester United to, beat to Watford. To win by two and a half goals or to score? No, just two and a half goals in the game. Oh, oh easy yeah. money. That's money. That's, that's Probably better. all come from City. <laughs> yep. Uh, Manchester United to win and Tottenham oh, versus Oh, hang on. Sorry. Oh, you moved on Yeah, always sneak that in. That what one? is this shit? We've got the best player we in do, the world. Can we do I'm a draw talking. or win at least? Uh, let me check. No. Um, right, so, uh, and we've got Tottenham versus Leeds, both teams to score because I think they're both terrible. So wouldn't so, that also mean that both teams couldn't score? One of one of them will throw it in the back of the net. At All right, point. round that up again, Job, real quick. All right, so Chelsea win or draw? Crystal Palace win or draw? Manchester City Everton over two and a half goals. Manchester United to beat Watford. 
and Tottenham leads both teams to score. $10 reduce will pay you $62.10. Is that all for a Man United win? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Away at Watford. I thought that would push us up to like the $500 mark or something. Got, got into the 10 to 1. Then. That used to be the bloody home Elton John. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, boys, I think we're going to do a bit of throwback FC. Yep. Yeah, enough of that. It's too long. Go on, mate. Hit us. <laughs> Gives me shivers, huh? Holy yeah. Me too. Holy shit. So I'm war ready. All right, boys. Yep. So I'm over in the war room, obviously. You three are on the panel. Um, if you're thinking salad of the century type scenario where <laughs> – um, I'm Larry Emder. Um, you wish. <laughs> all right. So rules are pretty simple. I'm going to give you a big game, and this is a big one for you Liverpool fans, Josh Hulls. Oh, um, shit. Really set the scene for the Thanks club. Thanks for giving my name away. That's okay. That's your full <laughs> name too, and I'll give a letter from your residential address every week from now on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so listen in. <laughs> so you boys, I'll let you, I'll let you, get, I'll let you get five wrong. <laughs> five, five. <laughs> All right. No, actually, actually, we'll go back to three. Sorry. We'll he's, we'll he's, three. Rattled. he's rattled. He's <laughs> rattled. I've been giving away too many details. <laughs> I, <laughs> just I, tell us the year. Trying to so dox we'll him. Back, hey, go back to three. <laughs> the first letter is T. Um. All right. So, so the game. The game is. The game is the two thousand and five League Cup final. Between Fuck. that that phenomenal Liverpool team of the League Cup final and Chelsea, <laughs> so this is like this is early money days. So Liverpool were mm-hmm. still a club that was focused on the history; they weren't any good. Yeah, Chelsea, I remember that. Yeah, Chelsea were starting to really become something. So I've picked this one because it's, it's just nicely in that era. Was so 2005? Did did we win the game? Can you tell me that? Uh, no, I believe Chelsea won the game. Jeez. They did. Can we have? The, can I know the manager of Chelsea? Is that giving away too much? Can you know the manager of Chelsea? That's Jose, I think, isn't it? You can it know that. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but you would know it. It's, yeah. it's Jose. Oh, yeah. It's Mourinho first in. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, we got to do Carragher, right? That's a bank. Yeah, Carragher and Gerrard. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy so with Carragher the and Gerrard. So the only slip-ups here will be, because I'm pretty f- oh, fairly familiar, I think, with the, the Champions League winning squad from... That year, so if it's any similar to that, but it is a league cup, so it might be a bit of a B grade squad. So just be wary. I, I think you could have, you probably could have just thought that in your head. I don't, I don't care that Liverpool won the Champions League. Um, <laughs> but so, have, is there a is there a response in there? Like we, uh, yeah, Carragher, Jamie Carragher, Harmy Carragher, and what was the other one? Steven Gerrard, CVG. Yeah, both correct. Great work, Cheers. everyone. All right, cool, cool, cool. Well done. Uh, we go on uh, Dudek in, in goal, Holly. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Barney, happy with that? Yeah, I'm all out. Jersey Dudek, famous for cheating in a Champions League final. <laughs> Not um, he was on his line. He was yeah, on his line. That's correct. <laughs> Saving him from the spot. It's got to be uh, Hupier in centre back. Yeah, he'd be that. Yeah. That's a name I do like to hear. So Sammy Hupier. Sammy Hupier. That's correct. Yeah. He was a good player, actually. Uh, all right, let's move up the pitch. Oh, Shabby Alonso, surely. Yeah, yep, yep. I was going to move up there. Yeah, Shabby Alonso didn't play, Sam. Thanks. Shit. Now that's 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 what I mean. He, yeah. Some of those players might not have played. Was in the he league. on the bench though? Uh, not for either of these two teams. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Jeez, that hurts. Well, that re- that oh, really hurts. I feel like I feel like going Steve Finn in at left back. 
Uh, hang on. How does anyone feel about that? I, for, I feel honestly like don't a- remember him, so <laughs> this one's in your court. <laughs> what about like Milan Barosh? I know he was playing at the squad, so whether he was starting oh, that game or not. What do you guys reckon? He has that daft hair. Yeah, we'll go yeah, Barosh. He, he won the pen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He did have a stupid haircut, but he's on the bench, so that's a zero. Okay, that's right. right. It's a neutral. Yeah. All right. So, uh, who's up front for Liverpool at this stage? It was. Uh, oh, Harry Kuehl. Ooh, How do we feel yeah. about that? That's, that's, a, good, that's a good shot. in the league. Yeah, he's yeah, probably he got on. It, yeah, so yeah, he's, he's injured. Carrying injury on the bench. I'm walking in. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm happy. To, I'll pay that. Harry Phil played. That's good. Nice. Yeah, nice. Right, I've got two yeah. others. Yeah. Four yeah. Um, Subbed uh, off. John Arisa. Oh, oh yeah. Vladimir Vladimir Smitsa. Strong John. Oh, yeah. We'll take both them, please, Job. Yep. Vladimir Smitsa did not feature. So did that? Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, really. Quite yeah. clever. So two down. So should we two change down. teams? Should we yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's get a bit of get Chelsea in there. Or the drog. It's got to be the drog. Ooh, yeah, was that's it signed straight away? To Chelsea? Yeah. yeah. Oh, like in the Prem? Yeah, he signed straight away. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just to Chelsea. So the answer, Drogba? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love hearing that name. Ooh. Tom, what, a, what a player. Yeah, yeah Lamps. Lampard, for sure. Yep. Lamps. Frank Lampard, yep. All right, Ooh, so let me do Terry. a quick, quick count here. One, yeah, two, oh, three, six. We've done it. Seven, Tom. eight. John Chuck Terry is nine. So you need two more. How do you feel about uh, Michael Ballack? Is that too soon? No, I think we mentioned Ballack came up in another one that we missed. Yeah, what, is there, like, what about Essien? Uh, so, Jobby, you said Chelsea confident. had their money by this stage. Yeah, yeah, they would have. Yeah, this is Jose's yeah. first in. All right, yeah, I'm happy with Essien. He's a bit of a. Yeah, let's go. Let's go, Essien. Essien. Drop. I need to get myself some theme music because that is incorrect. Fuck. Go yeah. tell, God Too early. Tell me, tell, how tell many, wait, how many have we got uh, wrong? That's three. So you got three wrong. Three so wrong. job right, wins again. Um, so this is important. I'm going to run through the Liverpool team. And, Sean, you should have backed yourself. Steve Finn and played it right back. What a player he was. Oh, fuck, you're mm. Steve Finn. Yeah, I don't barely know him. But so. get your head out of your ass. Um, <laughs> no one cares about defenders. Left back, Jimmy Troy. Another famous yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Lewis Garcia. If you're yep, thinking yeah, Liverpool, Chelsea, that's one of the first names that should come to your mind. True, true. Did he have played? Yeah, I was going to say him. Jeez, that's old, have Fernando Morientes. Uh, nah. uh, on the bench, mind. Scotty Carson, Manchester City legend. Mm. Uh, Pellegrino, Biscayne, Nunes, Barros was on the bench, we mentioned. Yep. Manager was uh, the second best bald Spanish manager we know. You know that, Barn. Yep. Yeah, that yeah, I, I, I know that. Um, in goals for Chelsea, Petr Cech. Yeah, oh, shit. Again, that was an oh. absolute layup. Played about yeah, 6,000 games for Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> I know where he got Pre-helmet, Barney, too, so that's important. Um, I forgot about him. Paulo yeah, Ferreira. Paulo Ferreira uh, made the move from yeah, Porto, Paolo, I Paolo. believe. Ricardo Calvalio is one you should have Calvalio. got. Calvalio, yeah. yeah. Oh, Perth was Deco Glory there as well? Uh, Perth Glory legend William Gallas played. France, oh, yeah. uh, Cl- Cloud Makaleli reinvented a role while he was at Chelsea, so a bit disappointed. With. Shit. Yuri Yarosik, wouldn't have expected that. Joe Cole, Sean, I know you love Joe Cole. Damien scored that Duff great volley. also featured, so a bit Damien disappointing from you boys. I thought this one Damien was a layup. Damien yeah. Abramovich's mum's favourite player. There you go. Was there it? you go. Yeah, right. Don't get caught up in the pub quiz not knowing that, boys. Tell you that. That's a good one. <laughs> I'm writing that down as we speak. <laughs> Can't believe that. I feel like we're a bit rusty off the old international break ourselves, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. very much so. It was really disappointing. Hard to yeah. be a part yeah. of. Bun, but, um, so, Bun, you got you contributed how many in the end? <laughs> uh, no. <Yeah. laughs> 
It's two shit teams. I don't know. I don't know any of those players. They're all average. In your defence party, when I'm scanning through the games, I'm looking for Tottenham in cup finals, but I just can't find them. Give me the 08 08 cup final. That's all I want, mate. How are we going to? Yeah, not enough Carabao Cups to go around. (laughs) Right, Job. Where where can they find us, mate? uh, You can find us on social media um, in various places. Email footballplayedonpaper at gmail.com. They'll be getting a big read this week. Uh, Facebook, Football Played on Paper. Instagram at Football on Paper. And Twitter at Football on Pods. Happy 100. Make sure to hit us on those socials. Yeah, congrats, boys. Yeah, well done, boys. Job or something for the haters and trolls? Apparently slugged him. Oh, I like Jeremy. Shit, you're old. It was a direct attack at you. Like, you look every bit 30, huh? He'll be killed by a number of men in the dugout. Watch, watch, rumbles on. Pina colada, large one. Pina colada.